Welcome to Authentic Moments. Listen in as we engage in conversations about a range of topics surrounding diversity, equity, and inclusion. These conversations are meant to educate, inform, and feed curious minds, all part of how Cone Health is right here with you. Hi, I'm Nikita Green, Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer at Cone Health. And today we are diving in to understand and celebrate diversity and raise a spotlight to the importance of belonging. Our guest today is Catherine Gutz. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Nikita. It's so nice to be with you. It is great to have you too. Can you tell us a little bit about um, who you are and what you do? Sure. So um, I have the good fortune to work in the technology space. And so I work for an organization called Live Person. Um, We are a leader in conversational artificial intelligence. Um, and I have the role of head of inclusion strategy. So basically I look after our global framework and approach to diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, for the organization. Awesome. So you're definitely the right person to talk to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A a part of what we, as I said, what we want to do is not only celebrate diversity, but we also want to make sure that we understand what are we talking about? We throw these terms out all the time, right? It's definitely something that you've heard a lot, especially in the last maybe two to three years. And so we want to make sure that we know what we're talking about and um, and hopefully that we're celebrating diversity with understanding, right? So let's dive in. Um, we sometimes in error we use diverse as an adjective to describe people, right? Mm -hmm. And our minds may also think of race or maybe even gender when we hear the word diverse. So what ways um, can people be diverse and what what does diversity really mean? Yeah, I'm so glad that you asked this question because I feel like we talk about this um, on our teams too all the time, right? Which means this isn't just beholden to one industry, like this is the conversation. And I think everybody needs to be able to unpack this. Um, And so when I think about like what diversity means, um, just to make it really simple, because it's a really broad um, description, but it just basically means like the richness of our differences, right? Um, And I think the thing that is most important that I try to impress in our group is that diversity is not an individualized trait or thing, right? Diversity has everything to do with the differences within a group. Um, and the way that we kind of, you know, categorize or think about what those things are, um, are in some of the common ways that you talked about, right? So we think about things like race and ethnicity. We think about things like gender identity and sexual orientation, disability status. Um, but there are also so many more, right? Um, things like age, different lived experiences. What, where have you learned? How have you learned? What are the things that really shape and inform? how you see yourself and how you see the world. Um, and all those things, you know, are unique to each individual and together those differences become really powerful um, if you allow them to be. I, lo- I love that you said the richness uh, of, of our differences because I think we could stand to think about it in that way a lot more that um, that there is, there's actually value and um, in, in us being different. How does diversity add value to our organization? Yeah, um, I love this question so much. I will try to be <laughs> concise. Um, but I think that first and foremost, what's so important is that 
diversity inherently exists, right? And in order to really realize the value, you have to recognize it and you have to value it and then you have to use it. Um, and I think that that kind of the action of that and the verb of that um, is what creates real value for people, right? And so if I think about, um, you know, the work that we do and we're also in the healthcare space, right? If we're trying to build better ways for patients to connect with their providers and we don't understand what patients really need and want and appreciate, it's going to be really, really difficult to build something that's useful, right? And so we need a lot of different perspectives, lived experiences, ways of problem solving, ways of thinking in order to really meet the demand, right, of our end user. Um, and simply having those differences in perspective is not transformational, right? It's important, but if you don't activate them and you don't create the space and protect time to really value, even if it's in like making room to take a little longer to make a good decision, right? Which in the tech space is hard to come by time is such a commodity, but like those are the ways that you can really extract the value from all the differences on the team. Um, and when you don't, um, it's a huge missed opportunity. And you, so I, you talk about um, really activating it, right? So it's one thing to have diversity because I think, okay, we can do that. Sometimes it's easy to get, sometimes not, but we can do that. But the value doesn't come from just having it. Um, it's about activating it. I would love to hear you um, uh, tell us more about that. I know, like, for example, having opportunity to, you know, allow more space to um, to actually problem solve together. Can you talk about a little bit more, maybe some other suggestions for us for how we can leverage um, the diversity that we have? Yeah, you know what's really interesting is um, so much of these things that feel like you know tools or best practices are just really good in building relationships in general, right? So they're not specific to like building diverse teams as compared to building building you know high performing teams. Like they're the same. It's the same thing, mm -hmm. um, and so if I think about what are the ingredients right underneath that active listening, <laughs> being curious, right. Ask questions and really hear what people have to say. Um, another important thing that I think, you know, I catch myself doing, and I think everybody probably does right. Human nature is to start to kind of make some assumptions about why someone has the perspective that they do. Um, and so to not write other people's stories in your head as you're trying to make a decision, but to really create, like space in your processes, whether they're individual or whether they're part of your bigger systems that say like, we need to interrogate why we think this thing is true. Mm -hmm. um, and it's interesting because we're really in the tech space, we're really good at that on the product side, right? There's a whole series of definitions for really understanding your customer called customer discovery. Um, but we need to use that same kind of set of relationship building principles on our teams and with our people because you're never going to hear, truly hear, or be able to use what someone has to say if you don't listen. Um, so I guess that's all to say, like, it's easy to overcomplicate. Um, and in reality, right, these are just things that help us better connect to each other. Absolutely. I love that tool. I think we can all use that interrogating why we think this thing is true. Um, you kind of alluded to this um, a bit, too, um, but... Another term we hear a lot more today is inclusion. Mm -hmm. um, and oftentimes diversity and inclusion are uh, mentioned together, but they mean different things. 
Um, so I'd love to talk about what does it mean, um, inclusion? What does it mean to be included? Yeah, um, I think this is honestly like the most important part of the equation. Um, and we think about creating an inclusive culture or a sense of belonging. Inclusion is that active, intentional step in whatever your process is to make sure that people are seen, heard, and valued, and to make sure that those values translate to a real contribution, right? Um, and so, you know, it shows up or manifests itself in active listening, in, you know, being just aware of how and in what ways you're encouraging other people to contribute and being interested in, you know, finding perspectives that don't align with what you think you already know. Um, you know, I don't want to overcomplicate this, but it's, it's a daily regular practice, right? You can't just kind of do a couple things and then just become an inclusive human being <laughs> forever. It's not static. It is, um, you know, it's a muscle that you have to intentionally work every single day. Um, and the more you do it, the easier it gets and the easier it is for you to help other people kind of use that muscle too. Yeah. And if we think about um, what you said before about, um, the value really of having these diverse teams, but also when people, people will talk, people will be able to lean in and contribute if they feel included. If we think about that, um, when we're being intentional every day, perhaps that'll, that'll help us with, um, with being more inclusive. Can you talk about what that means in organizations um, to feel a sense of belonging? We might know what that means in our family, Right. But what does that mean in an organization and what's that relationship between those terms like how, diversity and inclusion? How do we get to belonging from that? Yeah. And I, I think it's so important that you make the distinction across these three. Um, you know, from my perspective, belonging is earned, especially for an organization to have the opportunity to say, hey, we are a place where everyone belongs. You earn that through prioritizing diversity, thinking about what are all of the differences in ways of thinking, ways of being, lived experience that are going to help us get to the, the best possible end result, whether that's a service or patient care or product, um, and then to activate all those ingredients in a way that creates trust. And when you've earned that trust, you can create a space where people can be authentic, and when they're authentic, that I think is what fosters a sense of belonging. But you can't just, you know, you can't skip a step in the process. You can't say, oh, well, we're gonna think about representation, right? What are the ways that I can point to and say, these are the ways we're different. And because we embrace that, we have this sense of belonging in our organization. Like that's something that I think is individually felt, right? And so it also means that if you're inclusive in some spaces and not in others, you can't collectively you know, have a workforce that experiences belonging. Um, you have to be thoughtful and you have to earn it as an organization. And then, you know, on the other side of that coin, there's the question of like, what can you do as an individual? And I think it's about where you have safe spaces and you have trust, you gotta bring, you gotta bring it all. You gotta bring yourself so that people have a chance to embrace and learn from that and recognize that those kind of unique differences or identities that you bring to the table as contributions, right? Like they are they are tangible and additive and meaningful, um, you know, but I do think it's important that organizations recognize that through your systems and policies and processes and through your structure and the way you make decisions, like that will dictate whether or not you earn that trust 
and whether or not you, you know, you create a space where people can experience belonging. It doesn't work the other way around where it's just incumbent upon the person to be as authentic as possible. And then voila, right? You have a happy and harmonious workforce. Um, so given that, and uh, we think about those that those ingredients of diversity, um, inclusion, belonging. Um, what do you think uh, is that kind of with the space where organizations struggle the most or have the most opportunity? Let's say. Ooh, yeah. Um, that's a really good question, and I think there are things that are probably you know pretty common, and I also think that there's a lot of things that are probably pretty nuanced just based on the context of the organization. Um, but I think maybe maybe I answered a little bit differently. Maybe instead of where folks struggle, I think the most durable, lasting place to focus on sustainable change is in your systems, processes, and behaviors first, right? Because in, you know inclusion is the verb. It's the action that we all want people to be intentional about um, how they engage with others to recognize and celebrate each other's differences for the point of contribution, right? But before that, like we're all human beings and we're going to align to the thing that's expected of us. So really looking at your systems and your processes and how that creates space for people to interact is so, so important. Otherwise, it's kind of wholly dependent upon where you are as an individual, right? How much exposure you've had to people who may be different from you in some ways and how often you've been able to work together towards a common goal as to like how strong that muscle may be. And we don't want the success of a culture to be dependent on individual strengths, right? We want it to be institutionalized through systems and processes. So that's my soapbox <laughs> you <Yeah>. just found. <laughs> um, but I think it's so, so important because where things fall off is in the, like in that inclusion space, right? That part is basically, especially if you're um, joining an organization, right? I can look at your representation and maybe you know, it would suggest that this is an inclusive culture, but if I show up and I don't feel that way and decisions aren't made that way and processes aren't built that way, right, then it's really hard to recover from that. Um, so I think that there are ways to kind of get folks to row in the same direction <laughs> that make that active inclusion just more innate and more natural. The other things that um, I wanted to mention about understanding diversity um, particularly at the organizational level, right? When you think about setting goals and measuring progress is there's some information that our systems and our structures are already set up to measure and understand, right? And so that's why you see a lot more um, kind of tangible focus on measurement for things like race and ethnicity, right? Because um, the EEOC, right? And the federal kind of guidance around hiring gives us the opportunity to capture information on candidates as they come through. So we understand some of these dimensions of diversity or representation or identity easier in some senses than in others, right? Other um, components that we're not asking for as part of the employment process, for example, make it harder. So it's not that they're not equally as important, but there's just some information that's easier to get than others. And if you want to make structural change, right, and really make progress, um, you have to work within the system and evolve it over time. Absolutely. I think that's it. That's great advice um, is to really focus on um, laying down those systems and processes that make this make this work and make this easier as well um, and, and can help us with our intention. Um, so thank you so much. You've given us some good insights. 
Um, I will say that um, at Cone Health, our vision is that diversity, equity, and inclusion is really our way of being. And we recognize that it's an enduring journey um, also, but it's given voice by people who are embraced for their individuality. So we want people to feel like who they are is celebrated and is a vital part of how we are with our patients and our team. So we want everyone to know that you belong at Cone. So the varied identities, experiences, cultures, and perspectives you bring are part of how we continue to be significant in our community. So in honor of this conversation, uh, thank you so much, Catherine. And in honor of all of the individuals who move our mission forward, uh, we want to take a moment and celebrate and take a look at just a few of the great people at Cone Health and the unique value that they bring to our team. Thank you for listening to Authentic Moments. To hear more episodes and receive information about our diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts at Cone Health, click the link to visit our SharePoint site.